The Real Hustle Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Chris Kivlin. Real hustle, real people, real results. You can help support our podcast by checking out our Real Hustle gear. We have t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, hats, and more. The Real Hustle gear is great for the gym or even a night out on the town. Let everyone know that you are a real hustler willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. You can check us out right now at realhustle.com. And right now we're offering all of our listeners 10% off when you use the promo code podcast at checkout. Once again, that is podcast to receive 10% off your entire order. Realhustle.com. What's up, everybody? Chris Kiblin here over at The Real Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. All right. I have a special guest in the house today for you, Michael Matostos. Matostos. Close enough. You got it, man. You got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I totally butchered that, and we can talk about that butcher movie in a minute that you do. Um, so how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm Welcome. Good. good morning. Thank you for coming on to our show. We appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you as well. Patrick's told me a lot about you, kind of gave me some background stuff on you. So why don't we kind of start a little bit, because like, one of the things that I always like to do with our guests is like, okay, so you're an actor, a movie producer, what a, and some other thing, director? I mean, writer, director, yeah, kind of do the full editor, gamut. <laughs> editor, you got you got to do everything. Editor, score, you know, you you have to know everything. Okay, you got to be able you got to be able to jump in. So, what decided to make you go into this type of business? Because you've been doing it for quite a while, right? Yeah, I mean, well, as far as the acting is concerned, it's been a love hate relationship. I started when I was about eight years old. Commercials, regional theater summer stock you know that kind of thing when you're when you're a kid um what made me switch gears now and be behind the camera was that there's, there's a few factors a technology mm-hmm. uh b i wanted to give a crack at um since i'm a writer and i only film my own material um the horror films that i like i want to show them to other people so, um, and then also I got tired, sick and tired of people, casting people, you're too tall, you're too old, you're too short, you're too fat, you're too this, you're too that. Right. So, um, yeah, now I call my own shots. And so you started what, about 30, how long have you been in this? 31 years? Yeah, I started when I was a kid, about eight years old. You know, you go to the, uh, you know, study and, uh, you know, you go to all the schools and as a teenager, New York Academy, Dramatic Academy, American Academy of Dramatic Arts, um, you know, just, just different Stella Adler, you know, you go for commercial workshops, you know, all, all the gamut. You try to get all that under your belt. And um, little by I, I joined SAG early as a kid. I mean, SAG was only $500 at the time. Okay. Today it's like, what, 3500 to join SAG and after um, so that's a big that's a big difference. Gotcha. So where yeah. where do you where was your first big break at? Where do you I mean where was that? Was well, that... I mean, I, I uh, 1981 I did uh, Cats on Broadway. Okay. Andrew Lloyd Webber. So I only did that for a year, but uh, I never went. I never went back to doing um, Broadway. I was more. My mindset back then was in the films, and I wanted to be Tom Cruise. I wanted to be all the boys coming out, you know, right. uh, Timothy Hutton, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, Travolta, you know, Saturday Night Fever. So I was in that mindset, you know, I'm going to be a film star, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what role did you play in Cats? Uh, one of the Jellicle cats, okay. you know, doing tra- trampy, trappily stuff up in the air and oh, that wow. kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty dope. Okay, awesome. And then, so, yeah. then you went over there, and I saw that you you were in Star Trek as well? I did a Star Trek Voyager. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I was a, a Ladogian scientist. So, what was that? It was, yeah, it was cool. It was with Jerry Ryan. Um, it was the second to last of the episodes before it went off the air. Okay. Um, but the, it was a blast, man. The make the makeup and everything, you know, with the prosthetics. It was pretty cool. It was rad. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. That was pretty dope. So where did your career take you next then? Where did you go from there? You know, I, I just did I just did lots of things back then and you know, it was, you know, small parts, you had day player parts. I I was in the Warriors as a baseball fury. Um, I did like movies like The Hunger. Um, 
you know, all those kind of like almost all those seventies, eighties type of movies. Um, you know, every I, I applied uh, audition for Fame. Uh, I did the TV series, not the movie. Okay. Uh, I, I was up for a part, but I I, I didn't get it. Um, I went up for Beach Street as the graffiti artist, but I really I couldn't. My drawing sucked. So <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that, but I, I wound up being in Beach Street in a in a smaller role. But you know, it's, it's stuff like that. It was totally different in New York. You used to go and be able to make the rounds on Thursdays, knock on doors. You know, you can give them your photo or slide it under the door. Or they had an envelope and you put it. Today, you need God to get onto the set. <laughs> yeah, that, what that's saying? what I mean. That's what I hear. Yeah. It's like, it's it's tough. It's totally different. I mean, the 70s, 80s was totally different, man. It was a whole different world. Now, do you try to keep it more like the 70s and 80s for your type of films? Or do you, or, or is it more like it's tough to get even doing what you're with you? As far as what kind of movies I'm making? Yeah, like the movies you're making, like, you know, you're saying like it's tough to get in like now, right? In New oh, York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, do you kind of keep that same mindset for your movies? Like, hey, I want to help people or I want them to grow or? Absolutely. Yeah. Coming from the actor side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, a, I'm really loyal to my friends and other people um, that I've had in previous films. Um, of course, you have to be right for the part. I'm not just going to put you in there and, you know, you're like some some schmuck in the background. <laughs> um, you know, but I mean, I am loyal to people. I use people over and over, makeup artists, costume designers, you know, whatever. Right. And um, I'm always looking for fresh talent and fresh blood, you know, stuff like that. Um, God bless the actors, though. It's like when you have submissions for stuff, it's like people coming out of the word work. It's like, I'm not, I, I didn't ask to submit from Europe. You know, I'm like, I'm getting some like, no, L.A. local only. You're from, I'm from Canada. I'm from France. No. OK. <laughs> what? It's like, what the heck? You know, so it's fun. Casting is fun. Yeah. I, I get it. I get a kick out of the casting. I was going to ask you about that because how does casting go? Because I know, like, I mean, you know, I know some people because I've I've had other actors and I've had some other filmmakers on, you know, and that's the thing is like casting is just kind of a whole world in itself. It is because actors are so hungry, they don't read the breakdowns. I've had women apply for men roles. I've had actors apply for every single thing I've had listed on there mm-hmm. because they, it's like, you know what? I can figure it out. You know what I'm saying? If I don't think you're right for A, but since I'm the writer, I know perhaps maybe you could be for B. You don't have to submit 10 different times right. to all the parts, you know, to all <laughs> the parts. And again, um, when it says local Los Angeles, you know, no out of town. And, you know, you're just you're wasting my time. I'm just clicking the garbage, clicking the garbage, clicking the garbage. You're wasting my time. You're wasting your time. Right. Actors need to read. <laughs> so now if anybody watching this podcast, they just need to realize, hey, actors, you need to read what they're looking for <laughs> and pay attention. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm casting uh, 20 people. Right. You know, I mean, it's very time consuming. I'm looking at reels, you know, the video, some some don't even have a reel. They have like a commercial they did. Well, that's good, but you got no lines. I I don't know if you have an accent. Yeah. I don't I don't I I don't know what you what you sound like. Uh, um, you know, and I get it. But make a reel. Make a reel. Sit down today. We have the technology. We have phones. We have this. We have that. Give me two minutes. Give me two minutes of something. You know, it doesn't have to be something that just came out of um, what's out now, the House of Gucci or something. Just <laughs> right. give, give me, give me something. You by, know what I'm saying? I mean, by the way, that was a good make, movie. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, but you know, make it professional. Yeah, be as professional as you possibly can. Because we do get those questions, and like I get people that ask me about that, right. especially since we have people like you on the on the podcast, right? And they'll be like, "Well, what, yeah. you know, what are we looking for?" And that's part of the reason why we have the podcast for some of these things, right? They don't realize, and it surprises me because like you think that they would have this. Like if you're an aspiring actor, aspiring writer, director, or whatever, it's like yeah. okay, put something into it. If you're really that into it, and it's really your passion, 
Mm-hmm. It should be pretty easy for you, wouldn't you think? They have to know that it's called show business. It is a business. Right. You know, it, it, it's not a game. It's not this. It's not that. I mean, um, if you're like today's, you know, if you're a YouTuber, an influencer, I mean, that's all good. That's all good. Um, but please be serious about what you're doing. You get one shot, you know what I'm saying, to right. try to catch my eye or who's ever eye. Right. And professionalism goes a long way with me. You right. know, it, it's, sim- it's simple. It's yeah. just, you're going for a job. You're going for an interview. I'm so old school <laughs> that when I apply a job, I go in a, in a, in a tie, in a suit, right. clean, clean shoes, <laughs> polished shoes, you know. I'm not there in a, in a tank top. Okay, uh, here's my resume. I've done two things. They're all acting, but I'm applying for a waiter's position. Okay. You know, <laughs> I'm like, what? Right. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, what? <laughs> no, so, I'm old school, too. I'm like you. I was like, you know, I mean, in my day job, I'm a mortgage broker. And so, like, right. I'm always dressed up always got to look the part and you know and that's the thing it's like and i'm surprised even in my world how much i see people showing up in t-shirts and stuff like that and i'm like okay you want to buy a million dollar house yes someone wants to buy a million dollar house here and you're in a t-shirt and it's like you know it's like that's a that's a lot of money at least here it is and so you know it's like you know and take it seriously so why don't we kind of talk a little bit more on to your next journey? Because I know you've done some other stuff. Um, what, right. did you, what do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about your movie, The Butcher? I know, and then maybe go into your new movie. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, I, I'll take like two minutes to just give you a little bit of background of how I started, maybe. Okay. And yeah. then we'll jump into The Butcher. Okay. Um, I mean, everything with me is self-taught. Um, I started writing. Um, you know, I learned how to edit. I learned how to score. I learned how to do all this kind of stuff. Um, I wrote 15 scripts before I did The Butcher. Okay. I, did seven, I did seven movies. The Butcher's my eighth movie. Um, wow. And, you know, it was my learning school. It was my film school. I didn't know film from, you know, Shinola. I don't know if you can I don't know if you can curse on your show. You can curse. Um, it's all good. Can, okay, I didn't I didn't know shit from Shinola. Um, <laughs> but you know, that was my film school. I did not go to film school. Like Quentin says, I went to film. Right. I study. I study a lot. I study a lot of tutorials, you know, and things like that. So um, the Butcher was my eighth film. Ravage was my ninth film. I'm working on the sequel to that. It's going to be Ravage is a trilogy. Um, the Butcher, what I wanted to do was um, do something in the vein of the 70s films. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, those movies that I grew up with. Um, I just took a storyline and like kind of hostile and flipped it and put a spin on it. Um, Thaddeus Hyatt, who I play, I'm in the movie, um, as well as directing and wrote it. Uh, Maria Olsen plays my mom. Uh, what a what a great score, you know, casting uh, thing to have her in my movie. Um, Thaddeus is a world-renowned butcher, um, uh, chef, and um, he also has mad cow disease. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else does he have? So um, he has a thing for, um, for tourists. So like Hostel, rather than, you know, Americans going to Europe, the um, – Europeans that come here and stay in hostels at small hotels in Los Angeles, him and his henchmen kidnap them. So they take Thaddeus's tainted blood, put it into the victims, kill them, carve them up, and serve. He serves them in his restaurants. So everybody in Los Angeles now becomes has mad cow disease. Oh wow! Yeah, and it just so it this keeps going yeah. on from there. And then does it? I mean, does anyone stop I mean, or? I, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm working. I'm working on a sequel. Um, yeah, Thaddeus winds up going to. Uh, he gets away and winds up going to uh, overseas to Europe, um, which I was going to do. The, the second one's going to take place in uh, in start off in Italy, okay. but um, right now I just got diverted to doing my Ravage Ravage series. The Butcher won sixty awards. 
Wow, that's uh, awesome. Film, film festivals. Uh, I did have a distributor. It was on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It was on Roku. It was on Firestick. Um, it was with Avail Entertainment, um, Asif Akbar and Phil Herman. Yeah. Uh, oh. They put they put it on their uh, their channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the channel is no longer in existence. It was out there for like two years. Wow. So uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, people got to check out the butcher. And now I just you know right now I just threw it on uh, YouTube, and uh, you know stuff like that. So good. And now I'm I'm working on Ravage. So so tell us a little bit about this movie because that one sounds really cool. And I I watched some you know kind of looked at some of the stuff on it. So kind of tell us a little bit about that. Ravage um, started last year in the height of the pandemic. Um, it is about the pandemic uh, for the most part. Um, I just got bored in my in my house. I had to go film, man. You know, it's like yeah. it started out. It was going to be a short. It was me, another actor, and that was it. You know, it was his journey, and so and then it just it, it just grew. And Phil said, "Make it into a feature." So I did. Um, we filmed. We started April, May last year. We wrapped. Uh, it's ninety percent. It takes place in the Los Angeles uh, River, okay. the LA River. It's it's a wasteland. Um, so the movie starts out with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Soderbergh's movie um, Contagion. No. Okay. It. So it it's just show, it's um, Kate Winslet and a bunch of it's all about COVID. How um, it just started to you know it started killing people like here and then I I put a twist on it. World War Three broke out because nations were blaming each other. Uh, for the COVID, and uh, so everybody became annihilated, and cut to the year 2032, and this one guy, um, Dean Taylor, um, he thinks he's the only lone survivor, so I Am Legend now comes into play, and what happens to him, and he thinks he's the only person on the planet left, but he's not. Um, yeah, so it, that's currently in film festivals right now. It's got about 25 awards. Okay. Um, I'm in the just pre-production, and we've been doing some small filming here and there, Ravage Part 2, The Hunted. Now, this takes place 2036, and COVID now became the CV5 virus. Okay, that's that's my own. Okay, CV5, I was gonna say, where did that come from? <laughs> we 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 came up with vaccines for that, but okay. it mutated, like okay. all things mutate, uh, different strains, different variants, and uh, people became hybrids. Interesting. Half animal, half human, vice versa. You know, they could have animal feet, human torso, head. You know, or their creatures, ravaged creature faces. So we've got we've covered the gamuts, you know, all kinds of animals, uh, you know. So it's stuff like that. Again, we're going back to the uh, to the river. We've been doing a couple of uh, we did uh, two scenes last week, and uh, then there's going to be a third one, Ravage Nation. Oh. We're kind of like a planet of the apes. The entire planet is now ruled by hybrid creatures. Creatures. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I call them I call them creatures. They're not although there are people that look like zombies, they're not zombies. Gotcha. I hate that word <laughs> zombies. Um for the simple fact that it's not a zombie movie. Right. That's why. So that's why that's why I'm throwing that out there. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's been a blast. You it know, seems like, so, it seems like you love it, and I mean that's for sure. And you're having fun with it. I am. The second one's black and white. Oh really? With me, I think I think there's one scene that we just shot the other day, um, and that's going to be color. It's like a um, a reverse dream sequence. So instead of black and white, it's color. Okay, so it's pretty it's pretty dope. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about like how this comes together. Who wrote it, and then like coming up with the casting, and how difficult is it to put a movie like this together? When you are financing it yourself. And mind you, I'm a waiter. I'm a server. Okay. Okay. I mean, I did the I did the Indiegogos. I did um, you know whatever other ones are out there. GoFundMe, blah blah blah. Tried asking, begging people for money in the middle of COVID. Oh yeah, exactly. 
Nobody knows what's Literally, going on. No, nobody had a dollar. <laughs> nobody had five dollars. Everybody was staying inside. Right. Everybody was. They didn't know what COVID was. Remember, everybody was panicking at the beginning. Exactly. We have to. We have to stay indoors and hunker down, and you know. So I mean, the all my movies, I'm financing myself as an actor. Oh wow. You know, as an actor, as a waiter, you know, and stuff like that. So the butcher cost me like upwards of fifty grand. Oh wow! Yeah, out of your own pocket. Uh, yeah, out of my own pocket. Uh, Ravage was less, of course. That was, you know, in the vicinity of about uh, fifteen, fifteen k. This is going to be around the same thing. But you know, as a, as a as a waiter, I'm financing this myself. So. You know, That's I'll tough. take donations. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, it's like, hey, man, here's an executive producer credit. You know, no, I'm not like that. I, I see people's campaigns and everybody's throwing away the credits. Mm-hmm. You know, $200, you're an executive producer. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, and they've got, that's why they've got 20, 20 names they're thanking. Right. Yeah, they got the money that way. But, you know, what are you making? Are you making shit? Or are you trying to make something good? You know what I'm saying? I, right. just, I just don't understand it. You're, you're like, you're throwing away prizes at every, and it cheapens. An executive producer does, is not $200, $100, $50 to get that credit. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? So, okay. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, you sell it. So are they getting a piece of the pie for okay. 50 bucks? Are they getting a point? What, what are you negotiating? Or you just accepting money, then you're just an investor. Yeah, that's interesting because I didn't know how all that worked. I know that they get investors, and I, I've heard that before, but I didn't know that the the process of all that. Yeah, I mean, you can you could look at it. You know, I mean, that's why I'm sending my stuff out to festivals so you can get a distributor sometimes, mm-hmm. or some festivals offer you prizes, a hundred thousand dollars. $5,000, whatever. I mean, I get trophies. I wish it was money. <laughs> right. I've got thir- I got 30 trophies. I wish I had money. But um, yeah, man, you know, so this is, I guess this is my calling to do it, finance it my way. Right. Well, you know, you can, my, a, yeah, you do your movie. Pocket. It's your way. You can direct it the way you want and everything's your way and you can look I, at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so it's something I can be proud of. Without probably having to feel like you've been bought, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, ve- it's very tough. So you got to come up with the money. You're doing the casting. You're doing the writing. You're putting it all together. So how long is it? So like for The Butcher or even your new movie, how long, well, does, it but- the, how long does it the take butcher, to do that? The Butcher, I had, I had a crew. I have crews as well. Okay. I mean, it's not just – I'm not just a marching band myself. Um, but The Butcher was about a year – and then I had a problem with the film. Um, I had lost, uh, I had a hard drive problem, and I had lost footage. Oh, no. Um, thank God I saved everything. You know, you have, I had things on the, the memory cards. Right. So when I downloaded, you know, and then I was, oh, okay, let me, let me just erase what I have on here because it's in my timeline. It's in my Final Cut Pro, right? Right. Wrong. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, um, luckily, it was, you know, the, the, the main important scenes were still kept in the movie. We reshot uh, uh, lots of the kill scenes, which was good in a sense because I made them more violent. I made them more gory. I was looking at the movie. It's my movie. I have it on a big screen in my house. I'm like, eh, you know. And then it was like, it needed something, and we just reshot. And we just put that oomph into it and made it more violent and made it more, you know, what you know, what the fuck are you guys doing? And it worked. It worked. That's awesome. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes, I, you know, things happen for a reason, and maybe this is it. And right. So, you know, right? You're like, I mean, there there's kill scenes, and then there's kill scenes, <laughs> you know? So... When you've got, you know, then when you start bringing out like 500 gallons of blood and start Quentin Tarantino winning it, that's great, you know. So I was like, should I go that far, you know? And yeah, so yeah, I go that fucking far. That's awesome. What's the t- yeah. what's the timeline to like? How long did it take you to do the butcher? And I mean, Ravage was easy. Um, I started, like I said, it was a short. It was a 20 minute short. 
Um, the actor I had who I worked with before, I fired him. Uh, we just butted heads. I've known him for 12 years. I hired two other guys. Don't know where their fucking mindset was. I don't know if they were trying to um, like Armstrong me for more money or more of this or more of that, whatever it was. We had a big fight. Fired their asses. Um, and finally got the guys that are in this movie that have just like knocked it out of the park. You know, so um, looking back, it was like totally two different films. Mm -hmm. It was one way with two guys, and it was wound up being what I envisioned because they brought my characters to life. That's awesome. That so I mean, we started April. I was done July twenty sixth. We had a big 30, 30 extras, big battle scene. Um, you know, out there with the, with the creatures and this one guy, and it was like it's a four minute one oneer it's a oneer it's a four minute no cuts no nothing and i'm there dp'ing you dude <laughs> so when you you're in the middle picture middle of gladiator you're in the middle of gladiator filming it it was like so surreal and it then, was like and you're directing it too right yeah i told them i said you know you guys keep going don't stop i'll tell you when to stop then you know you get the reaction of the crowd see it's all in one take, that, you know, one shot, and it's like it's so fucking good. So I was, I was really proud of that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, if oh. I do say so myself, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. When you're in there, and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's can, pretty cool. I can imagine you're in the moment and you're enjoying yeah. that moment, right? Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and it's everything. It's like it's one of those things. It's almost like this is everything that I've been working for, and it just. Right. It's almost like that epiphany you had, and you're like, ah, I feel it. <laughs> right. You know, and that particular day, it was raining. The one day it does rain in Los Angeles. <laughs> I was going to cancel the shoot. Mm -hmm. My actor's over at my house. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. He's like, Mike, please don't cancel. Please don't cancel. Please don't cancel. Please don't cancel. I said, all right, all right. I called up everybody, told everybody to be there. Wardrobe, makeup, blah, blah. Everybody was there. It was, it was drizzling. It wasn't downpouring that much at that time, and but it just made the movie, the darkness, the yeah. clouds, and this, you know. So it just created that final battle scene. You know, they have weapons, they have tools, they have whatever. They have, there's you know shields. So it was like Gladiator, and I wanted that kind of epic boom, 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 boom kind of fighting. And when you got that going on, man, it was it was just it was just the icing on the cake. Awesome. It just, it was so, everything aligned well that day for me, and uh, you rarely get that again. So, what sorry, about, I don't mean to, no, I don't mean to babble, I, I don't mean to babble. I on, love it, no. It, that's, it was so, it was good. No, you, you can good. see the excitement in, in your voice, and that's, that's what I love. I love, that's what I love about doing these things, because, you know, the yeah. thing is, a lot of times, we don't have these one-on-one -on -one conversations with a lot of people, and they don't know, they don't know what you yeah. go through, and, right. you know, and that's the fun part, right? Let's find out, like, let's learn more about who you are. That's, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, that's the excitement I get from doing these podcasts because it's just like the work and the ethic and everything else has to be there to create such whatever the best masterpiece that you can create. And so right, I think yeah. that's the thing. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I am I, I, I dig it. I dig the, um, the gorilla filmmaking. I love the going out there and sneaking the shots with no permits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm at the fucking L.A. River. I don't have a permit for the L.A. River. I, you know, I got like 30 people as extras back there. Helicopters are flying over, you know, and, I'm, and they're probably thinking, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> What's you know, going on down there? Yeah. So I was like, yeah. Um, but, you know, again, growing up, my idols that started out, um, you know, the, doing that kind of stuff, guerrilla filmmaking, running out there. And even uh, it, it's funny. My favorite, one of my favorite movies is like the Ed Wood. You know, he's out there and he's filming on Hollywood Boulevard. Johnny Depp. Yeah. You know, and they got Bella Lugosi out there. Let's get this in. There's the police. Everybody, pack up everything and start running. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like it reminds me of that. You know, so. Got to do what you got to do sometimes. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> you know, it, was like, it was like one day there was like across the street there was like five. Um, Five fire trucks 
you know? And so my friend says, go out there and start filming them. That's footage. <laughs> That's free footage. Exactly. You can't, like, you can't. That's what. You can't. That's what I did. Yeah. I went out there with my phone, and you know, I'm filming everything going on. They're bringing out somebody, uh, the stretcher. You know, that's all free footage, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, when's your next uh, rabbit's going to be out? When's that? When um, you expect to get that one out? I I was already going to be um, starting, and I moved it to July. Principal photography, July. Uh, we've just been filming a lot of really good gory stuff right now um, just to get the smaller stuff out of the way. Um, so, But principal photography starts July, August, September. Uh, hopefully I can be done by September. I mean, the first one was I had, a, I had it edited and I had it in festivals in September. We wrapped in July. Okay. Wow. And that's when it little by little started, you know, winning because you have time. Sometimes you can, um, <clears throat> if people don't know about film festivals. Um, yeah, explain a little bit can, about the film festivals. Yeah, how yeah, it works. yeah. Well, festivals, A, festivals are expensive. Um, you could have a film festival for $10 or you could have a film festival for $100. Sundance, $85. Cannes, $150, you know, whatever it is. Um, if you are a first-time filmmaker, I... Don't suggest you going to. Just wasting your money, to be honest with you. Um, but there are local Los Angeles ones. I, I internationally, I'm great. Europe loves my movies. Italy loves my movies. Uh, France, Tokyo. I've won Brazil a uh, gazillion times. Uh, plus, I've I've won in Los Angeles. You know the. Uh, whatever state has their own uh, Huracan or whatever it is, you know, stuff like that. I was in Shockfest last year, uh, two years ago with The Butcher in Vegas. Um, we were also picked up this year for Ravage um, for Shockfest, although a lot of these things now are, um, you know, on virtual. You yeah. can't go to the, you can't go there. Um, but it's, it's a year from now. I have stuff that I've given $80 or $70, and the festival's not until July. The festival's not until, ne- I have things for next October, next Halloween. Wow. You know, so everything is a, is a, is a time thing. Um, you know, uh, Sundance is, it just happened in January. Uh, they had to go virtual. You know, lots of people put a lot of money in there for one-on-one stuff. And hopefully people get their money back because it was stuff was canceled. Um, where do they use, where do they usually do the um, the Sundance one? Is that in L.A.? The Sundance, Sundance is, is Utah. Utah, okay. Utah, uh, you know uh, that was Robert Redford, right? Yeah, and I've heard whole, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That so. was that whole thing. Yeah, that's in Utah. Okay, I didn't um, know where it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tribeca's in New York. Can obviously is in France. Um, you know, and things like that. And um, there's there's big ones in Texas, Jersey, Horicon. Uh, you know, L.A.'s got a lot of stuff going on as well. So um, I, the Butcher, you know, I, I won 60. I submitted to probably 100. Okay. So 30 I didn't get into. I mean, sometimes what happens is so you, uh, you have, say, I have one coming up tomorrow. I have two coming up tomorrow. Um, so you get... They'll let you know if they selected your film. Mm-hmm. You get a selection, or you get not selected. Then they have an event date of when their festival is happening. It could be the next day, or it can be a week later. And then you can get upgraded to whatever winner, award winner, semi finalist, finalist, an honorable mention. Um, you know, and things like that. So sometimes I've just been like, oh, selected. And then it's like next week. Oh, shit. I just award winner. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. You know, it's like, whoa, shit. That's, that, that's pretty cool. You know, like I said, right now, Ravage just got 25. Um, I didn't submit as much. Um, I think I submitted maybe. I still have things coming up. So uh, uh, probably about 50. Okay. Yeah. So that's still pending. They haven't come up yet. So uh, you know, we're in February. I got March, April. You know, every, almost every month coming up. That's pretty cool. Again, 
Expensive. Makes sense. Money out of your pocket, right? <laughs> More money. 50, 50, say, say at a simple price. 50 film festivals, say at, I don't know, a cheap $30 a pop, $40 a pop. What is that adding up to? Fifteen hundred bucks. Fifty. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get again out of my own pocket. Right. People. Well, again, you know, when you're doing the campaigns and stuff like that, you're trying to put a certain amount of money, obviously, away for festivals as well. You know, you need you need thirty thousand dollars for your film, and then you need another five thousand dollars, maybe four thousand dollars for festivals. Now, do you get actors and actresses that and people that will come to you and just say, hey, I just want to be a part of this and I'll do it for free? Once in a green moon. <laughs> I mean, I have I have my lead, uh, Jake Sakaro, who's won five uh, Best Actor Awards in Ravage. Um He's been helping me. Um, I don't want to say exactly what he's been doing in the film, but he's been helping. I have a couple of other friends that have been helping me out mm -hmm. to help me save money, mm -hmm. to help me save money on it. But no, every every actor is paid. Every crew member is paid. Every makeup artist is paid. I know, I know horror stories where people have not been paid. Mm. I'm like, dude, pay your fucking people, man. Just pay. You don't. You don't want that rep, right? Then oh, you he doesn't pay work. his. Yeah, they don't. Then he they doesn't pay his. You know, I mean, again, if you can, maybe you want to barter with somebody. I'll give you my blah 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 poster signed by Tom Cruise. You know, that's <laughs> worth five hundred dollars. You know, I used to autograph collect as a, as a hobby for like ten years, from two thousand to two thousand and ten. So every premiere, every Star Walk of Fame, I was there. So I got everybody, I've got 500 eight by tens. I've got like three or 400 posters signed by people. Right. So, you know, that's my, my <laughs> nest, my, my, my nest uh, later on. But yeah, I mean, you know, you, whatever it is you want to, whatever deal you're striking up with somebody, but be honest to it and, and, and keep to it. Right. Whether you're bartering, whether you're paying them, you know, uh, whatever, you know, Interesting. but be honest about it. You know, I mean, you don't want a bad name in, in the indie world, you know? Nobody won't come work want, for you. <laughs> nobody's going to come. I don't want to go down to Sundance. Uh, oh, I've heard about you. You're an asshole that doesn't pay people. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, you know, it's it's true. So where do you see yourself going? What's, like, the next big thing? What well, right now, I just we just did. Uh, I you know I have uh, my my friend uh, and producer of my movies, one of my producers, Phil Herman. Um, he's helping me get distribution uh, for, for Ravage. Um, I'm putting together a sizzle reel. I'm just trying to get distant. Today, there's so many different platforms, you know. So right. I mean, I'm 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 trying to reach out to Blumhouse. I'm trying to reach out to whoever. My, you know, I mean, I I kind of know certain people. Um, you know, and just trying to get my way, Eli Roth, Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez. I'm just trying to get notice, you know, like everybody else yes, is just yeah. out there trying to get notice. Hey, you know, <laughs> right. I, yeah, it, it'd be great, man. Eli Roth presents, you know, Ravage three, you know, there like, you go. <laughs> that would, that, that would be dope. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, I, I'm hustling. I'm a New Yorker. I hustle. Yep. I, I, I don't sit. I hate, I hate even when I'm not filming. And even if I'm, I get bored so easily, man, I got to do something. Mm -hmm. And I'm always, I'm always trying to learn. I go onto the, I go onto YouTube and I just play tutorials, Alfred Hitchcock, Marty Scorsese, uh, their take on this, their take, people's takes on that. How do, you know, how do you get that shot? How do you set up day for night? How do you set up for, you know, whatever, you know, and I just try to be a sponge and, and, and so and, and learn everything you have to i mean that's why i got into doing dp which i love um because I, I would have people and they're like um i can't i just got called into work tomorrow and so that you're fucked you know so at least i could dp mm -hmm. 
And I can do it myself. And A, I'm saving money on a TP. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, but it's something that I love to do. I I love being the director of photography. My God. I like being there. I'm not in Video Village. I do not recommend Video Village to people. um, What is is Video Village? Explain that. Video Village is you as the director, like most people. And you could be a block away. Mm-hmm. You could be five blocks away. You're in a, a tented area. You got monitors. Okay. You're watching the action or the actors. And I'm there. I mean, I, I'm sure you've heard Quentin say the same thing. I'm right there next to the camera, or I am the camera, I'm the DP. They are solely acting for me. Interesting. I'm I'm not five blocks away, and the, and then you have to repeat yourself to your AD and tell them to do this or tell them to do, fuck that shit. Talk to the actor. The actor wants to know. The actor has an ego. How was my performance? What can I? What more can I give you? What more can I do for you? Or you nailed it. It's perfect. Cut. That's it. Print. You know whatever. Right. One more for safe. One more for safety. But I'm there. I'm watching the play movie. It's a play. You're there. You're the audience member. You are there watching it live. There's no other great feeling in the world than doing that. They're saying your lines. They're giving your character a life. Mm -hmm. And actors need that. Actors cool. need that. Yeah, they need an audience, right? Be, a little be, bit. Because I'm because I'm a, I was on both sides of the fence. There are directors that are technically the best thing since sliced bread, but don't know acting from whatever. Uh, you know, and vice versa. And then there you got the guys that know everything. Um you don't have to know everything. That's why you hire a crew. They know what you're envisioning. Right. You hire the costume, you know, the costume people. They get you the textures, the clothing, that whatever you're looking for. You, the lighting people. Everybody around you can know um, more about filmmaking than you do. But nobody knows my script better than me. True. You. That's why you're hiring other people to give you the set, the clothes, the look. The this, the that, you know. That's why you hire other people to do that, right. and then you just sit back and you can concentrate on what you need to concentrate on. I don't have to know a fifty lens from a hundred lens to a you know this light to that bolt. That's why you hire people to do that for you. Exactly. You know, I mean, later on, it's something you know if you're, you're interested in. I suggest you learn all that shit. But I mean, if you're just starting out, your entire crew can know more than you do about filmmaking. You don't know my fucking script. No. I agree. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to put out there? You know, it's we're we're in this fantastic age today. I wouldn't be able to do half this shit ten years. Well, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. Uh, you know, you do you you can be a one man crew. People have phones, they have this, uh, you know, and there's platforms out there. Um, you need to hire a crew 20 years ago. Yeah. You had to have all the special equipment and everything else. It's changed. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's 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 totally different. I mean, cameras are so much cheaper today. Uh, 4K cameras. I mean, whatever the equipment and everything is. So, um, yeah, just go out there. And if you're true to yourself um, as a director and if you're a director, writer, whatever, you know, um, if you're true to yourself and you have a vision and you live and breathe what it is, you will get it out there. People will take notice. People will take stock and you will get things done. You know, just don't do things half ass or excuses or whining and pissing and moaning. Why me? Why can't why can't I be given 20 million dollars? You know, it, it will come. If you put the work into it, you know, and that's it. You just got to keep going after it. It's like when I started this podcast. I mean, this podcast has yeah. been around for I mean, just a little less than a year. 
I had no right. idea what the hell I was doing. And I was oh, like, right. I was like, I don't know, but here we are. <laughs> and so, you know, and I just learned and learned how, and yeah. we progressed as we've gone and gotten yeah. better at it. But I mean, you're talking about technology. Here's some other technology we're doing now with podcasts, you know, and we have video because this is a video podcast too. So mm-hmm. Spotify is now doing video podcasts. So we now okay. are part of that. Um, right. So like, it's just, it's a growing thing. And it's like, you know, and if it's anything that you're passionate about, you'll find a way to make it work. And, you know, podcasters, people like you, um, into, you know, people that do whatever you're helping me spread the word. You, you were kind enough to invite me to your show. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm giving you back the respect because you invited me. Um, you're helping me, you know, you're helping me spread the word about my movies, plugging this and, Years ago, I we, I wouldn't be able to plug anything. Yeah, so you it's know? different. It's a definitely a different thing out there, and it's and that's what I love about all this. I love all the technology and love doing all it, this. It, it's it is a great time to be a filmmaker. You know, I mean, yeah, we got shit thrown at us right now. We're living in a kind of weird time right now, pandemic and. You know, and stuff like that, and a war breaking out in Ukraine and all that kind of stuff today while we sit here talking about movies. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great time. I just wish for me at the age that I'm at now, we had this 20, 30 years ago. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying? Know. I'm like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would have been in a much different place 20, 30 years if I was doing yeah, this, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I feel, but I feel that I'm trying to play catch up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm at you. a certain. I'm, I'm I'm at an age, and maybe I've got another 10, 15 years, maybe. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I wish I had when I was forty, and I had like another thirty years to go. You know, or 20, you know, whatever it is. But I feel like I, I, I need to play catch up. That's why I'm doing movie, 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 movie. I'm trying to get make my mark in a limited time space. That's what I'm doing. I'm 49, so like I'm like I'm with you. Well, I'm, I'm a lot I'm a lot older than you. So <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm, I feel like I'm trying to catch up and make up sort of same thing. Just like you know, I feel like I got a certain time frame left, and I need to work on it and get it out there. And 49 sounds good to me, buddy. Wait until <laughs> you get to be my age. Um, um, I got a few. I got a lot more years on you, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, I mean, we are. Um, you know, don't and please. Don't take yourselves too seriously, uh, people in the entertainment business, filmmakers, whatever, whether you act or write or dance or whatever. You know, don't take yourselves too seriously. I mean, I, I see, I know I've had friends and people, uh, they, they got a, a nice part in something. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, dude, why are you a dick? <laughs> it changes people. It does. It's man. like, don't forget about where you came from. I, I mean, I know people that I've like, I've, I've given advice to and I've helped and blah, blah, blah. And it's like two or three years later and I see them on social media and they're this and they're that. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm talking and emailing congratulations. You don't fucking talk back to me. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, where are you? Who are you? It's surprising what? how many people forget where they come from. You know, and so you know, it's like one one part in a movie, and you're all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, man! It doesn't star you. I don't know. I see it in my world too. I see it, and it's I'm like, like you damn, know, damn, man! You know, you're a day player at most. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then oh, I'm too good to talk to you now. All right. Block. <laughs> delete. Block. Delete. Yep. Uh, come on, man. Don't take yourselves too seriously. You got the part today. Enjoy it. Relish it. Tomorrow or the, whatever. You may not get anything. People is also quickly because I know you, you, you got a certain amount of time. Um, that's why I mean, like the actors that had. Uh, were in a TV series, and I don't want to mention actors or the, the names or whatever, or movies. Nobody promised you something after that. Right. 
you were in, say, whatever, Buckeye Privates. It was a TV series. It ran for 10 years. Be grateful that you got that because I didn't get that. Mm -hmm. You know, you get like people, they they were great as a kid, but they didn't transfer over into adulthood. Well, you weren't promised that. Just be happy and grateful for what you got. Because there's a line of people that didn't that wish they had what you had. Exactly. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I, I feel sorry for a lot of I do. I truly feel sorry for a lot of people. Lots of people got screwed over. They didn't get residuals. Then they weren't making the money like other people are making today, $20 million to be on Friends. And that's your residual every year. Oh, boo-hoo, I'm sorry you didn't get more work. But you're living on $20 million every fucking, you know, whatever. Um, nobody promised you anything more than that. Nope. Just, be, just be grateful, man. Be grateful. Be humble. Yeah. Try to help somebody. Try to lift somebody else up. Nope. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Pay it forward. Give back. Do whatever you can. It's going to help you. I believe in karma, too. Nope. I've seen yep. it. I've seen people get their stuff back. And it's so it's so great being back there watching it happen. No. Because you know what once you screw somebody over, man, and you deserve to get it back. I've it's it's out there. I've seen karma. Karma is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I appreciate you being on our show today. I uh, appreciate yeah, everything. Thank you, man. It's been it's been a blast. All right. So where can we catch your movie again for Ravage? Uh, well, it's, Ravage is not out yet. Yeah, okay, so when, it's, it's, when's that coming? It's still, it's still in film festivals. Uh, I'm trying to have an L.A. premiere, depending on the uh, the way of the world. I think they're allowing masks to be taken off in Los Angeles on Friday. Um, you know, and when, I'm trying to for a premiere for that. And then once I'm talking to distribution to try to get that out there. So okay. hopefully, with hopefully within the next six months, I'm kind of hoping. Right. Fingers crossed. Well, but, our uh, audience yeah. can go watch the go watch the butcher and then be on the lookout for it. I have I have fan pages on uh, Facebook okay. and Instagram and stuff like that. So you know, if you're on Facebook, just type in Ravage or the Butcher, and there are fan pages with behind the scenes photos and videos and stuff like that, or you know, and stuff like that. So cool. Real Michael Seventeen on Instagram. That's me personally. So if you want to follow me, follow me with that. Perfect. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you. All right. Talk All right, to you later. Man. Bye. Absolutely. Thanks.